0: previously on The Adventure Zone. I saw all of existence all at once. I saw a dark storm, a living hunger eating it from within. I saw a brilliant light heralded by seven birds flying tirelessly from this storm. I saw seven birds, the twins, the lovers, the protector, the lonely journal keeper, the peacemaker, and the wordless one. Can I ask you guys a question?
1: Sure. Of course, Johan. Are you guys really okay with with this part of the deal? That we get forgot? Which, are you cool with, like, if you beef it down there, the world just forgets about you? Well, I'm not planning on ever
0: dying. Merle, Pan's not answering. It's, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, he's just not, he's just not there. He's not there supporting you with, with a holy power. He's not, he's just gone. Next to this table is a pod, and inside of it, you can see Magnus's body.
1: Just before we leave, I leave a sapphire on the table next to the note. Trust the voices in your head and open your mouth and let the first words you speak be flaming, raging, poisoning, sword of doom. I pick up the old battle axe and I start walking for the void voidfish's chambers.
0: And then we pan up and we see a 13th plane descending. It is a disk of shimmering, living darkness crossed with ribbons of bright blue, red, green, gold. It is larger than the other planes combined. And as it lowers, slowly, bright white eyes begin to open all across the underside of this plane, millions of them, burning with malice and hunger, all focused inward and down, back down, all the way back down, on the floating headquarters of the Bureau of Balance. And somewhere inside of that living plane, we see a smile flash across someone's face.
1: We're nearly caught up now. Have you been paying attention? This next part is,
2: well, it's important.
1: It's the Adventure Zone. So if I had an idea for this episode. Oh, good. Let's we're, hear it. We're well, ahead. we're we're almost sixty episodes in, right? And we haven't had a lost episode yet. So what if you just started this one at the start of the next episode? And like I, we'll just the second part of the lunar interlude will just uh, okay, be like a okay, okay, lost I gotcha, I gotcha, episode. Okay, okay, gotcha, check gotcha, it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You're all so you all have ascended to dragon form. Um, um <laughs> and Merle, you are the eternal dragon crafus. And you. Ta- Taco, you have become the elder dragon, Gerald. Don't steal my heart. And Magnus, you are... <laughs> says, you, actually, Magnus is the Braveheart dragon, so... Don't
1: don't steal my heart. Nice speci- too
0: powerful. I specifically made Magnus
1: the Braveheart dragon. I'm so not the Braveheart heart dragon. I'm heart Sean Connery dragon from Dragonheart. Yeah. 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 Dragonheart, fuck, yeah. Braveheart no, I'm the Braveheart like. dragon. It's canonical. Okay. <laughs> I love you, Maggie. I always have... Can I be the Iron Fist Dragon? I already told you what dragon you are. Stop asking me. I uh, do to talk about be this in the, the last Eternal. episode. That makes me sound so old. Also, everybody hates Iron Fist. What are you
2: talking about? Oh, do they really? All already talking about is what a garbage pile that is. Oh. Bad man. Then I'll go back to being the uh, Eternal Dragon. No, i am dated our show. It's Whatever. Too late.
0: Um, so let's actually do this episode instead. Is that okay, Trap? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Whatever. S- so, last episode, um, Magnus, you found a new body but elected not to get into it. Um, and Merle and Taco, the two of you kind of left Magnus behind to deal with his drama as you make your way towards the director's private quarters. So, we're going to have to do some um, some split storytelling here and kind of jump back and forth. And uh, let's start out with Taco and Merle. So, uh, the two of you have made your way out of the abandoned fantasy Costco and towards the main dome that contains the director's private quarters. And uh you're you're out on the quad now of the bureau headquarters, and there's just nobody out here, like at all. You've never seen it this this uh empty here. And with this, this uh quiet, motionless storm overhead, this scene is like weirdly still. Um And you've made your way to the entrance to the main dome now that contains the, like, the main hall and the uh, relic uh, destruction chamber and the director's office. Um, And you saw Davenport and uh, the two guards that were sort of with Davenport walk into this dome earlier. And you assume that the director is in here as well, preparing to destroy the Animus Bell. Um, and, uh, also in this room, you know, uh, in, in the back, sort of behind the dais is the entrance to the director's office, which is where the map is kind of telling you to, to go next. Um, so what is, what's your, what's your game plan, the two of you, for, um, moving, it moving in here and, um, moving ahead, if that is what you want to do?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm,
1: We just um, looked at each other. Yeah, uh... Um, I, I think we... I God almighty. Man, if this doesn't sum up the Avengers Zone experience, I don't know what does. Mm, So there's nobody around. No, but
0: in the the building, you assume that there are people in that big, big main hall. Um, Uh, Just to, to lay the table, like, I'm asking, like, are you going for a sort of stealthy approach, trying to sneak through this hall to get past it, or are you going to lie and use your charm are you going to use magic or you do you have any sort of trip up your sleeve that way are you going to confront it head on are you gonna fight your I way think, through
2: i think we're pulling a long con i don't yeah. think this is a burglary gig yeah. i think this is a. we've already got
1: established fiction um yeah. let's um let's play it through yeah yeah let's
2: let's do that okay so we're just gonna go right in and say hi to everybody and act like a normal mission Yay, Trace Horny Boys! We Boo, were Dead he, Magnus. We're in. Yeah, well, Dos those Horny dos Boys. boys. Dos, now it's dos, dos, lonely, boys. dos Lonely Boys.
0: It really is this time. <laughs> we're actually going to go by Dosakis now. The oh, two, that's good. The two horses. That's good. All <laughs> right. Um, you walk in and you see um, you see you do see the director, um, and she is uh, standing in front of the big window, looking into the uh, the relic destruction chamber. Uh, that that sort of big cerebro shaped room, um, and she is looking in, and uh, Davenport is in here as well with uh with the two guards, um, and uh, sort of standing kind of to the side and a little bit behind the director, also looking in. You see Angus McDonald, boy detective, um, who he looks he he doesn't actually look at you as you walk into the room. He is just kind of looking into the chamber, sort of not distracted at all, uh, but the director does look over uh, when she sees the two of you walk in, um, and she says, uh, she, she starts to walk towards you and kind of stops, because uh, she doesn't really want to abandon her pose. She wants to make sure this thing goes through, but she says, um, Taco Merle, my god, I'm I'm so sorry about Magnus. I, I knew there would be some risk sending you into Wonderland, but I, I'm so sorry. If I had thought that you couldn't take it, I wouldn't have done it. I'm so sorry.
1: I'm going to... <clears throat> I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. Uh, It's a second level divimination.
2: (laughs) Nailed it. Got it in one. You can can
1: tell I don't diviminate him a lot. Um, The diviminator. When I cast the spell and as my action on each turn until the spell ends, I can focus my mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of me. Uh, The creature I choose has an intelligence of three or lower. Or doesn't use language, the creature is unaffected
0: okay she has an intelligence much 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 higher
1: than three that's perfect then I she speaks she speaks eight languages that's perfect, yeah i didn't think she was like a um, rock or yeah, sure. a fish <laughs> I thought um, she was a sapient human
0: uh do I get to roll to defend against this
1: uh I don't believe so, but i you could check in the I can check in the in the
0: you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. What's on its mind in this moment? Uh, the director is genuinely uh, happy to see you. And she is relieved to to, to know that you're there. Um, and she is, uh, at the same time, I would say the other emotion that she's experiencing right now is sort of, like, excitement and anxiety um, mm. and a little bit of worry. Not necessarily at seeing you. I think they're two distinct thoughts. Um, but she, she sees you. And this, this is not, like, some fakey-fake bullshit. Like, she is genuinely, like... um she's so happy to see that you the two of you at least are safe and she's sad she's like heartbroken about magnus she's she's really really sad um if you probe deeper the target must make a wisdom saving throw if it fails uh you gain insight into its reasoning if any its emotional state and something that uh, looms large in its mind uh something it worries over loves or hates if it succeeds the spell ends either way the target knows that it's uh, probing into your mind so if you try to go deeper she will know that you're going deeper. Or you can mm. just take this surface level thing and no,
1: walk. No, I'm gonna, she, she will win that okay. contest of wills, I believe. All right.
0: So yeah, th- those two things you get, and there's no penalty. You know that she's happy to see you, sad about Magnus, and worried about something. Yeah,
1: okay.
2: Lucretia, I have a a favor to ask. I know you're right in the middle of this stuff, but, uh, you know, we were thinking of having kind of a little memorial service uh, for Maggie. Well that would be appropriate we
0: will, I mean we will have to do the the rites of remembrance.
2: Well, I sure. I I'm thinking of something a little bit more personal. You know, over the last few months episodes uh <laughs> arcs, the <laughs> last few arcs. few arcs, the three of us have gotten really tight hmm. and you know and a lot of our best memories were forged uh Together, just the three of us mm. uh, in your office, mm-hmm, 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 and so I was thinking, you know, hearkening back to the last time we were together, I was wondering if maybe before we do all this other stuff, if if Taco and I could have just a couple of minutes in your office to kind of think about think about the guy that touched our lives. And <laughs> I'm not laughing, well,
1: in game. I just and, want to clarify. I, it. It. Okay. Yes, sir. This is foolproof
2: <laughs> and, and chopped off <laughs> my arm. And if you Uh, could just give us this, please. We've done so much for you, and we've lost so much. (laughs) This is in game. Hell yeah! What do you say for sure? Yeah.
0: I know that the two of you have had a a truly awful day, and of course, I'm glad you understand. Go wait, go wait in my office. I have some finger sandwiches in in there, and we can all sort of. Um, come, come down a little bit, and uh, we'll 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 figure out um, we'll figure out a, a good way to send off our good friend Magnus. I do have okay. some work to take care of first, but um, you go you know, in there you, and you take we'll... care of
2: that. And thank you. That's from the bottom of my heart.
1: Okay. Uh, so she, I think gives she you... said she's going to take care of it in her office with us in there. No, 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 no. Huh? She's got uh-huh. some work to take care
2: of oh. out there. Yeah, oh, she's okay. taking
0: care of some some work first, but she'll meet you later. Um, so you have clearance to go.
1: Ooh, nice work
2: Shit I never thought that before. Not in a million but <laughs> a, a million, years, million uh, Yeah um, to, million to be years. fair
1: I thought you guys Were in her office At the time So I was confused no. As to what We thought um, would happen there I uh Okay so we go In our office Right Yeah I'm gonna cast Detect magic Good. Okay that's that's me.
0: Okay. Um. What are you? What are you? Can I ask what you're looking for?
1: Um. um are you in
0: her office now? Like or I'm are, in her office. I'm okay. A okay. Of test
1: magic. I'm kind of like looking for vibes. I uh, Barry told sure. us that. Oh, Barry. Yeah, that's a great idea. Hold on. <laughs> this is like <laughs> Barry. I'm opening up the pocket spot and whispering into it like a uh, fucking eye uh, dream. You hear him it. shout
0: from far away. <laughs> Hello, you hear him shout from staff. far away. Yeah. Yeah, can I get out of here? It's a little cramped.
1: No, what are we looking for?
0: Uh, I have no idea. I'm this. I I, I don't. All of a sudden, he's
1: muffled because I closed the fucking pockets, spot and put it back in my bag. What a douche. Okay, well,
0: uh, no, th- no help from Barry. As you as you walk into this room, you hear his coin that you have chime on. Uh, and it says, uh, on, man! Once you've uh, once you've made it into the director's office, you're going to need to uh, move move past that big heavy door in there uh, to to move back into her private sanctum. And once you get back there, you will be trespassing. So I guess, well, I guess this is kind of the point of no return. Okay. Um, so okay. you're in her office, and her office uh, it's got her her big desk on it." Um, it has that big portrait hanging on the wall that she sort of, um, did something to, uh, the last time you were in here to reveal that she was a much younger woman before she went into Wonderland. Um, and you do have a big, heavy door, uh,
1: leading, leading somewhere beyond. The door is, what, like facing the portrait or to the side? It's sort of to the side of it,
2: yeah. Okay. I assume it's locked. It's not. Well, shit. Do your detect magic thing. That's I can,
1: really cool. I mean, I can do a magic thing.
0: No way. Uh, You did cast detect magic in here, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there's, I mean, it's just the just the portrait. Just the portrait has some magic
1: on it, but that's but there's it. There's no magic coming from the door? No, nope, not at all. It's not, like, tripped or anything? Like, trapped or anything? No, there's no trap on it. Okay. Merle, let's talk super quick. What do you think? Should we do this? <sighs> I'll open the pocket spot back up. Beryl? Hey. Hey. Listen, and think hard before you answer. We have been uh, fighting alongside the Bureau of Balance for a, a long time. None of us can exactly agree on how long, but it's been a while. A little over a year. I need you to tell me in a sentence why we should trust you and turn against the Bureau. Um, I don't... Th- I don't think I'm evil.
0: Like, I don't think I'm an evil guy. I obviously, there's like some pretty big holes in, in the old Barry Barry story. I got the old Swiss cheese brain, but like, I don't, you
1: have veered off sentence and are hurtling towards paragraph. My friend, (laughs) a sentence, please. Time is of the essence. And I think you need this worse than we do. He says, he says, I don't know, but I feel like I trust
0: you. Um, Magnus, you are walking out of the abandoned fantasy Costco. can you confirm in the last episode you said you grabbed your old shield and old axe and you left like sort of all of your other belongings
1: for flesh Magnus right correct okay um you walk out of this well, abandoned fantasy Costco sure that, let me make sure there's nothing awesome that I want to take with me okay the two things I, I there are two things I want to take with me okay the tarantula's bracelet and my bureau of balance bracer okay, sure. You get those couple couple cool bracelets. Um, you walk out of the Abandoned yes, Fantasy Costco bangles.
0: with your bangles <laughs> and your old battle axe, your old school axe, your uh, old school shield. And uh, again, there's just nobody out. Um, it seems like everybody's just kind of posted up somewhere, waiting out this big motionless storm. Um, so your approach to the uh, void fishes uh, dome is uninterrupted by anyone, uh, which is good because you are a mannequin. And mm-hmm. you, board the, you board the long elevator ride down uh, without any problems really at all. Um, and in fact, when the elevator opens, the last time you saw this hallway or every time you've come to this hallway to come to the Boyfish, there's like the, a, a, um, a detail of guards down here. There's nobody. There's nobody. And that's when you realize um, today is midsummer. It's been it's been exactly one year since the Midsummer Harvest Festival you all went to last year and the bureau's not doing anything this year. There's no big party, no big festival this year, but it seems that pretty much everyone's been kind of relieved of duty for the day uh, in sort of recognition of the holiday. Um, And from down the hall, from inside the Voidfish's chambers, uh, you hear a harp being plucked. What do you do?
1: So, describe, I've gotten off the long elevator, right? And yeah. is it like, if I leave the elevator, I'm in a wide open hall where Johan can see me? No, no, the lo- the hall leads
0: into a big door at the end of the hallway, and that opens up into the Void fish's chamber. Um, And you okay. hear a harp music coming from inside of there. Okay, well, I'm gonna sneak up to that door, I guess. Okay, yeah, you don't need to sneak, there's nobody here, and you make it to the door just fine. Okay, I walk to the door... You're at the door again. You're super at the door now. You're double at the door.
1: Uh, go to the door! So I'm at the door. I oh my gosh. I, can I sneak open the door? Yeah, you can make a is stealth there, roll. Is there something between the door being closed and open that he could go through? <laughs> is there some other It's like a Resident state? Evil game where
0: you can either like creak it open, but if you double tap it, you kick it open. Uh, let me see. And if you so. open it, go to page
2: 32, <laughs> you're killed by a yeti.
1: So it's a plus three. Oh my dexterity is actually pretty good as a mannequin. Um so plus three. So it's I it's a sixteen total.
0: Um yeah, you uh you open the door and uh it is silent. It is a silent door opening and you make your way into the room and it is like you've seen it before, a big dark uh room with the void fish's tank in the middle. Um, and Johan is sort of sitting in front of the uh tank playing a little harp song. Um, and as you walk into the room, Johan doesn't see you, but the void fish does and starts to uh sing,
1: starts to like let out that I low. Can't, I put one wooden finger to my wooden face in a universal shushing gesture. Uh it doesn't seem to get the hint, and it is still
0: singing. And Johan says, like, oh, Oh wow, bud, you're really uh, liking this song, huh? I'll I make sure to activate my
1: tarantula bracelet and climb up the wall.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> he, uh, you you start climbing up the wall and
1: uh yeah this, let me this, double this... check what the tarantula bracelet does uh bestows it gives you spider climb climb. Wear. Yeah. yeah so um and you... renders my movements completely silent granting him advantage on stealth rolls
2: yeah for spider sure spider mannequin spider <laughs> mannequin
1: <laughs> um and
2: picture both the tongue like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. uh
1: the void
0: fish is the void fish is like uh making a lot of noise and johan's like I'll, I'll I'll feed you soon, buddy. I just need to transcribe this here. What was his voice? He was just there,
1: like droopy. I'll I'll feed you soon. A little buddy. bit of a surfer thing, right? Um, like, well, no, that's, uh, that's, that's just funny. no. That's Avi. That that, that, that's every no, other Owen NPC. Wilson, right? Kind of an Owen Wilson thing.
0: Stop. Uh, <laughs> you are. You're, let's just move on. He uh, he mm. he does not see you. Johan does not see you. So what are you what are you doing?
1: Um, I'm gonna try to get. Like, above him, as close as I can, so I can drop down on him. Okay. Um, this would take, I think, a stealth roll, if you're gonna drop in. Oh,
0: drop in. Sorry, holy shit. Are you dropping in on Johan, or dropping in on the Voidfish? Dropping in on Johan. Oh, fuck. What are you doing? I'm gonna knock him out. All right. This would be, I
1: think, I thank, th- thank goodness th- for advantage on stealth checks. Yeah, I think this would oh, be a stealth check. Better. 17? Um, the first one was a 2. Uh yeah, I think the
0: 17 is gonna get you there, and then roll a like strength roll to for the actual like attack of it.
1: Cool. By the way, you can't hear my dice because I'm using a special dice oh, box. Oh yeah, that was created for us. It was made by Amanda for us, and it's uh, it's really cool. So it's yeah. like a padded dice box. You can't hear mine either. Oh, See? that's a 19. Plus okay, yeah, 3, uh, 22. I, I, I think uh I think
0: yeah, Johan was plucking this little harp and you kind of drop down from the ceiling and uh what do you do? You just clock him? Yeah. Or do you like Sam Fisher choke him out or
1: Okay. <laughs> um yeah. whatever's gonna hurt him the least and still knock him out, that's what I wanna do. I'm not trying to hurt him. Okay, probably probably like a sleeper hold then. Um right. you
0: try the Vulcan this... nerve pinch. There you go. You get him in a sleeper hold, and uh, he puts up a little bit of a fight. He drops his harp, and a couple of the strings snap as it falls to the ground, making oh, a pretty loud noise. That. And uh, he goes down, and now it's just you and the void fish.
2: Um, let's get back to the other boys. And I said, that's not my wife. <laughs> oh, another terrible one. Oh. Um, so here's my thought.
1: Okay. We just got the last thingamajig, right? The last artifact or right. what have you. After this, we're unemployed, right? Ooh. So what my thinking is this. Whoever these other people are, maybe they got work, because I know that these thugs are definitely not going to accommodate us.
2: With any sort of gig after this, because we're done. We did what they wanted, and now we're out, right? We're out, ski. Wow. I am glad that you can see the forest for the trees. Yeah. I'd like, I, maybe in here, there's some more money because they're not going to
1: give us more money than we have right now. Right. Correct. Yeah.
2: And, you know, in a way, we kind of deserve it because we've been doing all the heavy lifting. We have earned this. So we're gonna rob the shit out. We're of not. Them. Well, we might. This is.
1: I think this is more of a scouting mission. Right okay. Now. Yeah. But if, if the need arises, then for sure. But here, I think let's go for it. Because, like, honestly, we uh, I didn't sign anything. <laughs> that's
2: kind of where <laughs> no, I'm at. No, that's right. We never did get it on <laughs> paper. Never
1: did it, get it on paper. It's and been I think like a asked. handshake thing. It has been a handshake thing. Got some W nines filed, and then that's it. So here's what I'm saying: We didn't sign nothing. Uh-uh. Uh, and uh, talk- we are
2: free agents.
1: Taco kicks the door open. Okay, it's fine. There's no. Uh, and he he's just th- like, "Oh God,
0: it's so heavy." It's a big, heavy door. Yeah, you kick it; <laughs> oh. it doesn't do anything. But then you open it like a normal person, and it opens just fine. Um, and you, uh, this door opens up into a long, empty hallway. It's about it's it's huge. It's about um, it's about ten feet wide and hundred feet long. Uh, and there's nothing in here, uh, except for on the other end of this hallway, you just see, uh, another sort of big old heavy vault door. Uh, and as you, you, uh, as you open up this door, the coin kicks on. And it says, uh, you hear Barry, Lich Barry say, now, you, you see the twelve orbs on their pedestals in front of you? Here's how this puzzle works. Uh, once an orb illuminates, you want to touch every fifth orb moving counterclockwise, unless that orb is the, is on the opposite end of the one you just touched. Oh, and after the third round, the emerald orb, you don't touch that one. You skip that one. Um, and if it, if it uh, illuminates in sort of a warmer hue than it was on the last round, then you have to start this process over in a clockwise order, but you make sure that you, and he's outlining this like, Incredibly, was Barry listening to our Adventure Zone Nights bonus episodes, <laughs> <laughs> he he's sort of giving you a, a fucking prima strategy guide walkthrough of a puzzle that's just not there. It's it's it just ain't there. There's nothing in this hallway. Um,
1: I guess we keep on trucking then. Okay, yeah. I mean, don't you think? I, I'll let me tell you what. Let me do a. I don't roll any fucking dice yet. In fact, they're still in my bag. So let me go ahead and roll a uh, perception check in this area. Okay. To see if I can detect anything. Um, <clears throat> that's a critical failure. Now then, then I'm going to roll a perception check. Four. Four. God. No, it's just an empty hallway. Got it. Okay. Here's the thing that's always conv- uh, confused me about perception checks I can't do another one, right?
0: I mean, it, it's d- I d- like, like, d- d- me d- DM to DM, end. the
1: rules change,
0: but, like, for, for, for my money, this was, this represents the effort, like, from a narrative perspective, this was Taco looking around the room and he didn't see anything, so he wouldn't look around it again. Is like it lit this, back here? Hmm? Is it lit back here? Ah, uh, dude, what? it's lit as fuck, dude. Come no, on. it's, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's as what? lit as the rest of the Bureau Balance.
1: Torches or what?
0: Um yeah sure or, or I think that they have some sort of fancy like Lucas designed this place so I think it's actually actually like honest to goodness lights like light fixtures.
2: Cool. Um, they captured
1: storm light in there and then they just use that for illumination.
2: I I yeah. I think we ought to think outside the box. I have an idea. Great. Great. Let's walk down the fucking hallway. Nice. I'll <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> we'll right. do that. Uh the two of you uh,
0: step into this hallway and as soon as you do you sink into the floor like it's quicksand. Great. Um, and you, like, your first step down from the door was, like, heavy enough of a footfall that, like, you are both kind of uh, waist deep. Uh, and you are getting pulled under pretty quickly. Um, both of you make a strength save for me. Actually, this would be athletics. Um, right? Like, trying to, it's kind of like, that's what you use for swimming. And this is kind of like swimming. 16. 16. Weird. It really? is weird. Yeah. Um, okay, the two of you are uh, the two of you aren't pulled under immediately, but you are sinking really quickly. Um, and as you do, like you're, you're also getting sucked in towards like the middle of the room, like away from the door. What looks like little scorpions are like they seem like they're starting to come out of the walls, like crawling down the sand uh, towards the two of you. Um,
2: are you we do? within reach of each other? Uh, yeah, I think so. I whip out the vroom broom. Okay. I grab a hold of taco and we fly out of the goo. Uh, okay, you grab onto the vroom broom
0: and uh, as you pull it out of your bag, it bursts into flames and is destroyed and it's gone. And instead, you're holding a uh, bouquet of these dead flowers um and uh, a bunch of spiders climb out of the blooms these dead blooms on top of
1: these flowers and start to crawl all over your your soulwood arm i uh i need to cast uh i'm going to make an arcana check okay um that's an 19 i'm trying to sense if there if this is i i suspect this is not happening so i'm trying to detect if we're under the influence of some sort of uh, illusory magic or not? Um, I mean, if 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 you
0: detect that, that's that's fine. I think this this role is not Arcana. This is not you saying, "Hey, some magic stuff is happening." I think this role is just uh, a Wisdom save, just to say, like, I this this would be Taco so trying to pass it. Yeah, yeah, okay,
1: that's fine. Then that would actually be a uh, sixteen. Here's how this resolves, Taco. You
0: get pulled under. And uh Merle's just gone and you're just in this black space and you are completely alone and I I feel like taco doesn't necessarily love being alone sort of given his um uh, his his upbringing like I think this isolation is like really fucking, like scary but then taco is you know cleverer than we give him credit for and kind of says like, wait a minute, this isn't real. And as soon as you have that thought, you're just lying on the floor of this hallway. Um, and you're just kind of uh, you. You see Merle actually still just writhing around on the floor. Uh, and both uh, both bo- both of you are safe and, and in this hallway. But Merle is still sort of under the thrall of this thing. Uh... My
2: brood. The, uh, the
0: the the nature of illusion magic in this game is once you realize it's an illusion, it's just gone. It's done. <laughs> I
2: I've uh, never okay. got a chance to use it. Everybody loves it.
1: Um. <laughs> Oh. Okay. Uh I am going to put on my band of telepathic thought. Okay. And I'm going to shout into Merle's mind. It's a trick, dummy.
2: Damn.
1: Ow. Turn it down a little.
0: As soon as as soon as you hear that in your mind, Merle, you uh kind of embarrassed, I imagine a little bit, like realize you're just writhing around on on the floor uh and you were under the thrall of some sort of illusory magic. Um so the two of you kind of come to your senses in this hallway, and you have sort of gotten over this um, illusion magic. And now you hear this very faint kind of like, it almost sounds like a ticking noise or like a, a faint knock uh, that's like, clean, 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 clean. And when you look around, you see something you didn't see with your perception check earlier and uh, sort of hidden behind a... Um, Hidden behind a a column in this room is a large round bell, an alarm bell that's hanging on the wall, and there's this big hammer just slamming into this alarm bell. So you seem to have tripped an alarm um, during your, your fucking bad trip here, but there's no sound coming out of it because you see a dome of magic around this alarm, and somebody has cast silence. Uh, uh, on this alarm keeping it from alerting everybody outside and standing in the doorway behind you you see Angus McDonald holding a wand outstretched and he says, hell yeah
1: nice magic little man
0: and he says start talking I I need to know what you know Magnus, you've made it to the Void Fish. Um, you have incapacitated Johan, uh, who is on the, the floor. Um, and are you, are and you kind of. In case
1: anybody's wondering, while um, while that last scene with Merle and Taco was going on, I imagine Magnus was doing his best to fix uh, Johan's harp. Just because, okay, like, that's sweet. It's, it's just such beautiful woodcraft. Yeah,
0: these, these events are happening, I think, concurrently. They're happening sort of. Uh, side by side. I'm a very
1: but, good carbon. You no, know, you're very it very good. At it. It it's a not second. a big deal.
0: Um, so you 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 fix them up. Um, you've made it to the to the voidfish's chambers, and it feels like the voidfish is beckoning you um, for another swim back into its tank to have another yeah. sort of parlay with you. Um,
1: that's what I was going to do, anyways. Except it's going to be a lot harder to swim because I'm so buoyant. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. So are you are you are you stripping stripping down like you did last time? I guess you only have a few things. Yeah. I'm um, just gonna- I'm just probably going to clank it to my, I need the weight. So I keep the shield and the axe strapped to my back. Okay. Um, is there anything around me I could use to like weigh myself down, any chairs or well, anything? Well, how about as you as you uh, as you get
0: like up top of the tank, I think the void fish wraps a couple of its tendrils around you to help <laughs> like to help you like stay stay under.
1: It tickles. No, I've already established the mannequin can't feel anything, so it does not tickle.
0: Okay. That's thank you for clearing that up. You are so you're being you're being sort of held in the tank now um by the void fish. Oh and this
1: um, is great. I don't have to breathe or anything. Hey buddy. Uh it's I I hope you can tell it's me, it's it's Magnus. It it like
0: um you can't speak void fish necessarily, but it uh sort of bellows in a way that like you know it gets it. Alright. All I it's
1: good to see you too. Um I I feel like you've been trying really hard to tell me something. What do you know about me that I don't? You...
0: Uh, it sort of sends another vision into your mind, as it did the last time you went swimming with it. Um, and I think it's it's almost like an electrical charge sent up at the tendrils and into your your body, and all of a sudden, you are far away, and you are in that... You're in that crystal cave that you saw the last time you are here, where there's just a bunch of void fish just kind of flying around um kind of gleefully in this in this big uh twinkling cave um and this time you're actually seeing it from the void fish's perspective. I think last time it was from your perspective. Um or maybe it was from the void fish's perspective. But regardless, you can see everything now. There's no obfuscation, there's no static. You see yourself wearing this red uniform um and it's you and you're younger but it's you absolutely it's you Um, and you are walking towards the void fish and you are you're speaking to it and you have your arm sort of outstretched to the void fish like you're trying to almost like shake its hand or make contact or something Um, and you can also see from the void fish's POV uh, there are a few other figures in red uniforms of various sort of shapes there's um, and most of them are actually wearing these long red robes. Um, but they all have these, these patches on the, 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 the left breast of them. Um, and, uh, you see you coming to talk to the void fish. And then I think this vision blinks and all of a sudden you see you running towards that big silver ship. Um, and there's a few other of these red, red, uh, dressed figures in front of you running back to the ship and the void fish, uh, is coming with you. Um, and then your vision blinks
1: back to where you are in the tank. Cool, thank you for that um so i'm I'm a red robe yeah, you can just that you don't have to show me a vision just like bellowed twice for yes once for no. um
0: I think it does show you a vision because it doesn't it like it doesn't understand what a red robe is in the fiction of what we've created here, but you do see um, the you see it sends another flash to, towards you and you see uh, inside of uh, it's inside of a room it's inside of a tank kind of like this one but it, a, a bit smaller um, and it knows it's moving so it you assume that this is taking place like somewhere in this big silver ship um, and you we see a few scenes of like different days of you coming in to like check in on the void fish and in every scene you are wearing this red outfit every time every time every time um, and you're being sweet, like you're being really nice. Every time you come in to check in it, you like try to figure out what it eats. You try to feed it and it doesn't really necessarily want food, really. It wants compositions and it wants poetry and it wants uh information. Um but yeah, it, it, it that's kind of how it answers you, is it just shows you like, yeah, you're always in this you're always in this red uniform and you're with other people wearing red robes like all the time in all
1: these visions. Is anything I remember Hmm. Hey, Taco, can you hear me? Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think, actually, this would be uh, when they are having sort of their fucking psychic freakout. So, if anything, you can hear Taco, like, screaming and, like, shouting uh, okay. and drawing, writhing and, yeah.
1: So, that, I'll take that as a no. <laughs> Is anything I remember Real. Uh, uh what are you asking like the the what are you talking
0: about like your time at raven's roost and all that yes oh yeah that's all real uh, okay. I, don't, I i don't know how the void fish would like lie about that but that's that's all real i wouldn't that's the real your, that's, fear that's, that's, i was having i'm doing some stuff here but i'm not gonna take the backstories that y'all came up with and like fucking throw them in the dumpster for my own thing because that's shitty dming and shitty storytelling so i'll just this is griffin telling you outright like yeah that's that stuff's real coolio um, um
1: oh oh i i know do you know what's really happening with the artifacts? No, it doesn't. It it it
0: moans in a way that and it sort of lets you know it's a it's a no. Um it's it but it's starting to like sort of get a little antsy now, like it wants something. Um and Oh, I know. Hmm. Is there anything I can do to help you get your kid back? Yeah, it fucking, like, grabs you with all its tendrils now. And it sends, like, this huge shock that, like, you can't feel anything as Mannequin Magnus, but you kind of feel it. Um, Like my body in Fantasy Costco feels it. Yeah, we see a shot of, like, your hand inside the pod in the Fantasy Costco, and it, like, twitches. Um, And uh, it makes this—it roars fucking loud as it does this. Um, And— you actually, um, from behind you, Johan starts to stir a little bit. That's how loud it was. And you see this vision, and it is uh, the void fish kind of, like, nursing this egg in the bottom of its, uh, its tank— um and it's this tank it's this tank that it's in right now in this room and uh the egg hatches and a small baby void fish comes out and it's very adorable doesn't have nearly as many tendrils as it's as it's uh it's parent here but uh it does have like the same sort of floating galaxy of stars inside of its like core body and it's just kind of floating and dancing around and uh, both both of these void fishes are really happy for for a moment, and um, eventually we see a shot of the door to this chamber opening, and you see the director walk in, and then the scene changes, and we see the director carrying the baby void fish out in its own sort of small container, and we see the other void fish, the 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 adult parent void fish. Um, just just singing and screaming just really super sad. Um, and the vision ends and you uh, are released by the void fish and you see Johan and he's just he's just up now. He's just like standing up. he is not uh, un- unconscious anymore and he's he's kind of rubbing his head um, and he looks up at you. Uh, And he's confused, right? He sees, like, uh, he is the caretaker of the void fish, and this was obviously not in the playbook. Um, And he starts to point up at you and starts to shout something. And then suddenly, he is cut down. He is sort of thrown backwards and... Uh, he is just collapsed, and he is lying motionless on the floor. His his newly repaired harp, several feet away from him. Um, and then you you blink, right? I guess you don't have eyes, but your vision kind of clears, and you see that he is surrounded by humanoid figures. And you can see him clear as day now. These figures are of varying shapes and sizes. A few stand like. Almost like six and a half feet tall with these broad shoulders and long arms, just these big brutes. Some look vaguely robotic with boxy appendages and clamps for hands. Some look like these just living shadows with long, horrible claws for hands. You remember actually when you had that memory of you and Barry getting killed? These look like those some of them are are just they just like like people wielding these weapons that you can't quite discern but all of these figures have one thing in common they're all composed of just this dark material with flashes of color swirling around inside and you recognize them magnus you recognize them with horror because you know now that the hunger is here the seven of you managed to hide for a really long time but it was it was all for nothing because the hunger has found you all now and it's gonna be the end of everything. Hey everybody, this is Griff Macky, Dungeon Master your best friend, and you're not alone guy for this break because everybody no, else I- is here with me.
1: I'm Travis McRoy. I play Merle Taco. <laughs> um, I am the Elvin. Uh, I think I'm a rogue. This is my know. favorite
0: Griffin. bit. This is Griffin my Griffin usually favorite cleans bit. that
1: up in post.
0: I basically have a. I've I've got so much speech from all of you. So many words, you guys saying words that I have basically like a like a futuristic Texas speech thing. So I could just make you guys say whatever you want. Like I rolled a twenty and hit him with a sword. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we haven't um, recorded a new episode in like I don't know six months. Yeah, it's been, just wild. been Editing it all. Together. There was like a
0: fucking fantasy space station, and then like we there was like this uh, evil um, like uh, game place, and we all got kind of lost in the weeds there. And um, so this is the break of the thing, and we all wanted to talk to you about the Max Fun Drive.
1: Uh, Max Fun Drive is a great time of year because it's when you can uh, show your support. Demonstrate your support financially in a fiduciary sense uh, (laughs) to these podcasts that you love so much. Um, And we know that this show means a lot to a lot of people. And you have shown us that so many times with um, beautiful fan art and very kind cosplay of us and beautiful everything. Um, And now we're just saying, that's very good. How about a check? (laughs) I also want to say like this there's uh, not from Justin Dad or I, but there's a ton of work that goes into this show from Griven's end, and so I'll take mm-hmm. a second to brag a little bit on him because he spends hours writing it, hours editing it, and also goes above and beyond to create music and you know additional sound work, and like he he just yeah. does so much work don't, on don't this tell, show
0: don't tell anybody at my job my capital j job but i work harder on this show than i've worked on anything in my whole life so um (laughs) yeah and and i think like I, i can i feel comfortable doing that just because like we are supported financially and so like it feels like a job right like we get uh we get paid to do it because people support the this thing that we make this podcast would not like wouldn't exist period I think without the max fun drive and the support we get because like the other podcasts are a lot of work too, but we kind of thought that there would be a market for this. And so when we started making it like that max fun drive, this shows first year on the max fun network. And we did that drive was like completely buck wild. And so many folks came out and let us know like, yeah, this is a cool thing and we want to support you making it. So I feel like we tripled down on the effort that, that went into it. So like this show is, I feel like a sort of a max fun drive story almost. Um, so you, you get some benefits for supporting the show. Like you feel a certain ownership over, over the adventure zone. Um, you can help us reach our goal. We're trying to get 10,000 new and upgrading members this year. Um, we have great pledge g- gifts. If you are a new or you're an, an upgrading uh, member. Can, can dad talk about those? He always does such a good yeah, job. Yeah. Daddy, tell me about these pledge gifts.
2: Well, I'd be glad to Griffin, uh, for a, uh, $5, uh, pledge gift to get the exclusive Bonus content uh, for $10. Wait, hold on. Thanks, let's, um, let's talk for one second about that bonus content. Hours
1: and hours and hours and hours, like days and days of bonus content, including two Adventure Zone Nights episodes, which are uh, kind of an, a, you know, a different world where I DM Griffin, Dad, and Justin play. There's two of those, one from last year, one from this year, and then a second in the chamber if we hit that 10000 new- Well, and a third
0: in, a third in the chamber.
2: Yeah, a yeah, second for this year, third overall. Ten dollars. This this is selling a lot of people. The exclusive enamel pin, designed by Megan Lynn Cott, and they've got a design for every Max Fun show. So pick your favorite adventure zone. Ow! Um, what just happened?
1: Dad hurt himself. Oh, Did I thought hit you hit him.
2: Did you hit your old mouth on the microphone? I hit my old mouth on the microphone. <laughs> funny man. Twenty dollars. You keep in touch kit. It's nine custom note cards plus envelopes, three encouraging designs designed by Brian Sunny D Fernandez. A four color rocket pin, a getting there rocket oh God, stamp, and a, a rocket help him. candle. Reboot him. Smells like a freshly sharpened pencil. Justin, right, him I'm, I'm Tasting and hold on for the ah, right. for thirty five dollars. There's a pair of rocket engraved beer mugs. At every every hundred Well, let's we'll get to it, because we have to do another break. So we'll get to the other
0: stuff. Um, okay, uh, and uh, every time you uh, move up a donation level, you also get all the stuff before it. Um, so at ten dollars, you so get the huge. you get the pins and you get all the bonus content. If, if if five bucks is all you can do, totally cool. Like we super super appreciate just like the you showing your support. Um, not only that, you get like a fucking enormous catalog. There's what like how many shows are on the network right now?
2: 33. A, three. a hundred and thir- Oh, 33.
0: 33 shows on the network. And, like, Mubim has been going for, like, seven years. So that's seven years' worth of bonus content just from our show alone. And we've been on the network for a long time. We have, a, a I think, a live show also in the bonus content, the the LA live show with you guys in Bottlenose Cove in the Sandcastle Kingdom. Like, uh, that, was a, that was a fun one. So, like, there's so much bonus content. So five bucks is all I can do. Cool. Like, we super, super appreciate it. And you'll get some really cool stuff for there. But, like, the biggest thing is just we appreciate you su- supporting us and allowing us to like turn this thing that we make into a a career um, because that is how we've been able to like do all the cool stuff that we've been able to do. It's it's all because of um, donations from viewers
2: like you. Yeah, but between this and selling blood, this has really got me That's in getting good. it together.
1: Um, and if you are, if you would like to support this show and all your favorite shows on MaximumFun.org you can go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate um, and also I don't think we made this clear. When you donate, you choose what shows you listen to, and yes. your donations go to directly support the shows that you love. So do do this now. Just like
0: uh, I I know you're probably eager to listen to the rest of the episode, but just like just do it now. Just like knock it out and don't even just just don't even worry the about
1: we, it. The rest of the episode actually won't start until you. do
0: Yeah, this, so this is our this DRM. <laughs> We're playing a tone right now that will deactivate we your got computer
2: all day, man, yep, all, not all day. day. Go ahead and just
1: maximumfun.org slash donate. Go ahead and head on over there, as we can get back to this raucous adventure.
0: Uh, and once you, oh. when you do, let us know on Twitter. Um, just just tweet us and be like, "Hey, I'm supporting the show because I like your stuff." Um, we won't necessarily turn that into you getting a name on the sh- sh- show, but we'll say, "Hey, cool, thanks, thanks for the support. We appreciate you letting us letting us helping us do this thing." Um, should we get back into that the 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 adventure? Wait, they're still filling out their stuff.
1: Yeah. Just,
2: just oh, you're right. Sorry, sorry, so sorry. Keep filling going. out
0: that field. Ooh, don't miss that one field. You want the security code in there.
2: Yeah, you oh, do want Oh, and thank you, Julie. Thank you, Charles. See, we have the big board that Santa yeah, Claus uses. Yeah, coming in live. And we can see. Oh, <laughs> thank you, Theodore.
1: Good job. Thank you, Suresh. I'm so glad he came out. He told me he was going to, but wasn't sure. Uh, all right, now I think they're done. Now we can go back.
0: I'll make it with some saving throw. 16.
1: 17. Okay, you two are fine. Uh, hey. you, Thanks. You res- can I ask a quick question? This yeah, is sure. Off topic. Um, are we to assume that, like, that was Barry's nightmare? Like, that puzzle that he described was, like, an illusion for him? Or
0: um, I can tell you now, since you're sort of past it, Um, the Pringles came back here, right? This is where Pringles did his, like, recon and where lichberry like sort of formulated the plan Pringlesberry got caught so if like you're trying to protect something and you know that an intruder got in and did some recon you change the shit up and yeah. so the, the game plan is is different right okay got it okay um you both resist um as uh angus mcdonald the world's greatest detective uh casts around you a field of zone of truth
2: um <laughs> That was adorable. Nice try, kid. He uh, invented Zone of Truth, this I guy here. I am Mr. Zone of to Truth. To be fair, Sorry, you I should shirt. make
0: a third roll. Taco, yes, Taco, you hear from inside your bag, somebody say, Hey, I'm hiding in this guy's bag, and I'm getting kind of claustrophobic, and also I'm not supposed to be up here. Oh, shit. And actually, like, I think Barry's head is like popping out of your bag now as he starts to... like. <laughs> like get out of get out of the bag.
1: Okay, Ango, um, you got me. I uh, I have to tell the truth. This is Barry. He lives in a bag. What else can I tell you?
0: Um, you can start with everything. What What do you know? What's going on here? Tell me. Tell me now. Now and Taco, I, I swear Don't Don't lie to me. I'm the world's greatest detective. You don't think I, I know that something's I, up?
1: I can't lie. You cast a zone
0: of truth. Yeah, on we me.
2: resisted though.
1: Well, okay. Now he knows that. Oh, <laughs> um the see so yeah, so we resisted, I was trying to lie. I'm sorry, my partner over here, apparently has a internal zone of truth that's always sort of just going for the gut, so, yeah, I
2: am a holy man, yeah, sure, um, so, so let's kill him,
1: no, okay, so here's the deal, um, oh gosh, where to start? The Bureau of balance is bad, we think this guy in my bag says they're bad um what happened to matt what what happened to magnus really uh, really tell him okay uh because minute, the listener at home has already heard this i tell him what happened to magnus <laughs> <laughs> you tell him the truth a propeller spin and you kind of fade in yeah right i tell him what happened to magnus 30 minutes later <laughs> we we cut back are Before you are you, you t- do that are you telling absolute are you it. telling the absolute truth
0: or are you doing your your bullshit he he died and now this magic mannequin is coming to blah
2: blah blah. Okay. How, how about this, Maggo? I know. What's your name? Ango. I'm gonna cast Zone of Truth. Okay. I'm gonna cast it on Taco, and you'll what? know he's telling you the truth and that I'm telling you the truth. Okay. Good. Zone of Truth. <laughs> Now. I, I mean roll. I roll just roll cast talk.
1: truth roll talk. No, he's lying Griffin. he's lying wait is he lying does he need to roll a bluff check or did you really cast out a truth yeah you're gonna, gonna
2: cast out of truth okay
1: okay well i rolled an 18 do not try to control my fucking shit okay um uh, i'll say
0: this about i'll say this about angus mcdonald his uh insight is as such that
1: he is he's fucking hard to lie to regardless i don't okay I,
0: how about this i won't resist I okay. don't
1: resist the zone of truth. I willingly submit to zone of truth. Okay, so
0: now you know he's telling the truth. So you, you tell me the absolute truth about, like, Magnus is in this mannequin body and everything.
1: Uh, my position is I trust Angus McDonald entirely. Okay. That's where I'm at. All right. And I'm saying that out loud. Angus, I trust you implicitly. And here's the exact 100% truth as we understand it. Because if anybody can fucking figure out what's going on, it's you. So hook me up.
0: He lowers his wand, and I think he's got, like, a kind of a cool little holster for it, maybe? Uh, or maybe it's, like, a little fanny pack situation that he puts it into? And he says, um... It's on... A, come on, we got, we all know it's on a lanyard, guys. <laughs> okay, definitely, it is definitely on a It's definitely line. on a lanyard. Yeah. <laughs> he says, um... Taco, thank you. You, I feel like you all have been keeping me at arm's length for a while, but I promise you, I'm I'm good at this. Let Let me help. He says, I... I love... The Bureau. I love the director. She's given me an, an enormous opportunity here. She gave me a she gave me a home. And so I don't think she's doing anything wrong, but those spheres that Davenport takes into the relic disposal chamber, well, they're not the same spheres that come out. And he um he throws like a piece of chalk down and it kind of like rolls and sort of stops at your feet. He says, She just did it. She just destroyed the Animus Bell. I made a little mark discreetly on, on the sphere before they took it in, and it wasn't on it when it came out. So I don't know what's going on, but like obviously you don't have to be the world's greatest detective to know that there's a bait and switch going on, but I'm I, I feel like we're we don't have the complete truth of what's going on here. So if, if you say that you can find it, l- I let me let me help you get there, he says.
2: Well, it's right down this hall, near the other side of that door. Okay. But listen Angus, you should know something. Yeah. If, if you stick with us, you
1: are you're kind of you're kind of a bad guy too. We're, this is not specifically technically something we're supposed to be doing.
0: Um he kind of smiles and starts to walk towards the door and he says um the ones looking for the truth well they're never the bad guys. I know that from my Caleb Cleveland novels and <laughs> walks towards the door. <laughs> God, I love Angus um Precious. you're at the door um it's it's the same sort of style of vault door as the one that you all came into earlier um but it has a like a keypad on it with uh seven seven empty spaces uh, above the keypad um and you don't get anything from the coin and as you like motion to it barry who's now also sort of outside of your bag um just kind of like shrugs like i don't know um, and Angus takes a look at it, and he says, "Uh, this doesn't appear to be trapped or anything. Maybe just, I don't know, Taco Merle. Maybe just tried something out just to calibrate our efforts. How about nitpicker? Uh, nitpicker uh, is like a lock pick thing. This is this would not. He, this is this. There's no tumblers here. This is a
1: like a keypad with a seven-digit password. Well, Dad gets out."
2: nitpicker and makes okay. him try to open it
1: just because i want to see how I- nitpicker reacts to him being forced to open oh door. yeah okay yeah.
2: all right you put okay. down i summon my nitpicker i pull him out of my bag and i put him in front of the door and i say go get him tiger he- you set him down he looks at it and he looks back at you and he's like
0: what the fuck is wrong with you how are you this bad at adventuring you well, know what I, I do? I, I pick locks and stuff. Does this look like a lock? No, it looks like a fucking Tandy 5000. What, what am I supposed I, I, to do about this? Well, I, I Hold on, let me honest. let me put on my fucking cool backwards visor and just swordfish this shit. No, I can't oh, do anything with this. What are you talking about? I'm a little gnome.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, While he's berating him, I use the hole thrower. <laughs> just use it on the door so I can go through the door. Okay. Um. Roll a roll a dice. Uh, let's see. I need a V. 10. Don't use that one a lot. 10. Wow.
0: Okay. Um... Yeah, sure. You just cast it. i I was going to bullshit you here, but it's 10. Like, I, I, it's hard to say. This door is more than 10 feet deep because that's wild. <laughs> that would be quite a door. That would be quite a fucking door. Um, yeah, okay. The, uh, you, you throw a hole and, uh, you throw it like right over where the keypad was. And I think the keypad just kind of falls harmlessly off. And there is a huge hole, uh, in the door now, uh, 10 feet wide, 10 feet. Well, not 10 feet deep, but. Uh, through the depth of the door, and you can walk through pretty much effortlessly. Let's get back to Magnus. I'm sorry if
1: we messed up your puzzle. Was that a puzzle? Did you have a puzzle?
0: Well, I gave you a fucking skeleton key for basically any wall or door-based puzzles, like, fucking a year ago, so that's that's, that's my cross to bear.
2: Um... (laughs)
0: Magnus yes you are in trouble I guess uh-huh. safe to say what are you doing man such a it's a good question these, first these question. figure these figures are starting to walk towards the the void fish's door by the way the first question
1: yeah is can I see is johan breathing faintly I think a little bit
0: but I mean he's 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 bad dude he was in the middle of this mosh pit when it sort of popped up, and it's he looks really very,
1: very bad. Okay. And the hunger advancing on me, right? Yeah, on the tank. Is Spider Climb still active? Am I still within my ten Yeah, minutes? sure. I don't see one out. So you swim up out of the tank? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. One last thing.
0: Voy fish. It sort of sings a little bit. I'm going to get you your kid back. Uh it sings really loud now and it kind of rattles the glass tank and it actually rattles all of the, the, the hunger down below. Um and uh yeah. What do you, you
1: what are you doing? That was cool. Anything you can do to help with that, by the way, would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> um the last thing I want to ask the void fish is do you need this water to live? It says no. It doesn't. Cool. I wanna smash the tank. Okay. Uh, from in- from within, uh, kind of standing on top of it. Cause I wouldn't be able to swing the ax through the water. That's not how physics works. Okay. You,
0: okay. You're standing on top of the tank and the, uh, the void fish, uh, the void fish fucking lifts up out of the top of the tank with you and it shakes its head. No. Uh and you bring your axe down on top of the uh onto the Nat glass. Nat twenty. Tank. Nat twenty. No Nat shit.
1: twenty. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: you're not using rail splitter, but this axe does the job fine as it sends a long chasm down the uh down the side of the glass tank and the tank shatters. And it sends this this huge wave of water outwards and it doesn't just it's it shatters everywhere. And in fact, I think you fall with it because the tank loses its shape sort of as the glass goes. Um, And this huge blast of water comes and uh, uh, knocks away a bunch of the uh, knocks away a bunch of the hunger. Right. I think a few of them, the sort of the more robotic looking ones, they kind of fall over. Done. Um, I think some of the lighter looking ones, like the lighter shadow ones, get just like knocked and pushed away. And a few of them get pushed back through the door and down the hallway. Um, You, Magnus, you land with a thud sort of right next to Johan. And though you knocked away a lot of these things and you cleared out some of this room, uh, some of the bigger ones just walk up to you and they just start attacking you. Um, and I don't necessarily want to uh, – I could do bullshit and just roll against you like 20 times, but I think – Yeah, I'm going to die. They just they just tear you apart. They just fucking
1: destroy you. I do – hold on. I do want to just – okay, that's a 14. How many do I take out before they take me down? Uh, this with, is important to me. Yeah, sure. Okay, with the wave of water you took out
0: – Um. what did I say? There were like 40 in here? Yeah, I think. Uh, you took out, like, all the robots, so that was, like, 12 of them, uh, and you took out, like, I think you took out about 20 with the wave of water, and then as you oh. land next to Johan, you're just, like, fucking last standing. You rolled a 14, you said? Yes. I think you take out, like, three or four, you take out four of the big ones, uh, but they get the better of you, and they cut you down, and you fall, your mannequin body falls right next to Johan. And then all of a sudden... In a scene that is sort of immediately familiar to you, you are back in the ethereal plane, the plane sort of behind our our plane, um, and you recognize sort of that haunting grayscale. The scene is still sort of unfolding around you. You see your body continuing to be like attacked by these by these by the hunger, uh, but there's no portal open to the astral plane sucking you in this time. There's no reaper coming to collect. There's just above you through the ceiling. You can see a swirling light above you um, and you feel it kind of pulling you towards it a little bit. Um, and it's it kind of in the shape of your body. But before you get pulled away, you see immediately in front of you standing on top of his body. You see Johan, you see his spirit and he looks up at you solemnly Magnus. And he says, um, Magnus, Don't let them erase me, Magnus. Don't let them make the world forget. And then you are pulled away. Taco and Merle? You're now in the director's private quarters with um, Angus MacDonald and with Barry. And the similarities between this room and Barry's, like, cavern hideout are kind of striking. There's a there's a desk uh, in this room, although this one's obviously much more orderly than Barry's because Lucretia's a very neat person. Um, uh, towards the back of this desk are two tall, even stacks of journals. Um, and in front of the, these two stacks are two fresh um uh a completely empty open journals with uh two sets of quills and two inkwells sitting like right next to each other um merle you see on this desk a holy symbol hovering and spinning um above a Um, just kind of weightlessly floating above this disc. Um, And you feel this powerful uh, force. um, And I meant to remind you at some point this episode, but it never quite came up, that um, Lichberry mentioned that there was some sort of force keeping him um, away from the bureau headquarters you know it's this it's this thing it, it is a it is a holy symbol that is projecting out this field uh, and it's just this big circle of metal kind of like a chakram almost um, and inside is the design this this design of this big tree with a hundred branches reaching out to the the uh, ends of the circle um, and that symbol uh, make a religion check merle a religion check yeah you have a religion skill which is probably pretty dope uh religion plus four so that's 20 20 okay yeah you you recognize this symbol as sort of it's a it's sort of a non-denominational uh symbol of of the gods it kind of represents like the whole pantheon uh it's almost like in our world it's like one of those coexist bumper stickers right um and (laughs) it it's it's very it's very powerful and it is uh projecting this this field Uh, but you can feel like a lot of holy power coming from it um Also in this room is a map of the world, and like Barry's, this map is the one Lucretia has been using to track the relics across the globe. Um, Her map, like the desk, is much neater than Barry's. Um, And in the corner of this room, there is some sort of small tank, almost, with uh, this light shining from within it that you can't quite see. And actually, when you look at this tank, your mind kind of feels weird and that is familiar, but even making that connection, I think, is sort of beyond you at this point. Where like it's it's just weird to look at this tank. Like there's something in there that you know is there that you can't quite see. And also suspended above this tank is a bell. Um, and as you walk into this room, the coin uh, clicks on, and you hear Lichberry say, "Okay, now you should have had enough time by now to get in there and drink. So you should be remembering now, but it may take you a while. But the short version: we're all." And was one of us, but now if we can reach, we should be able to before. And as he's talking, you hear just static. And every time you do, lights from inside this tank flash and, and shine. And as they do, that alarm bell above it lets out a deafening chime. And, uh
1: the coin keeps going now just grab some extra ksh, ksh, for i right, know so I'm, I'm in the room too right yeah you're all in the room yeah we're all in the room um can i get to the water in the tank yeah is sure like, um okay i'll drink some of it okay you have a
0: you have a flask and uh there's no like spigot for this one but the tank is just like open on top and you can just dip your flask in and you you drink it
1: i right, pass it tomorrow okay mm-hmm. you both drink yeah, I guess I'll give some to Barry too. Okay. No, I actually won't give any to Barry right now. Better give some to Bro, Ango. Yep. Yeah, I'll give some to Angus though. Wait a minute. Oh, some, oh some Jesus! Vanilla. Are you drinking out of
0: a fucking big gulp? <laughs> ah, that's good. Yeah, he is actually.
1: Um. Okay, you. It's you, from Taco Bell, which he and I are going to have a discussion about later. <laughs> sixty years old. <laughs> <laughs> live, I well,
2: happen to be sixty one and a half. Yeah, live Thank moss you. my
1: ass. Um, live Menos. Live Menos.
2: <laughs> Muy Menos. Live No Mas. <laughs> live No Mas. Muy um, Tuesday. Hey, could, would it do any good to cast Silence on the bell? I have Silence. A little late now. Do it. Good point. <laughs> do it, coward. Um, let's okay, st- I cast Silence. Okay, nice. yeah, the bell is quiet, but it's okay. kind of
0: the damage is done. I would like to resolve the <laughs> thing that you guys just drank, this voidfish ichor. <sighs> mm. um,
1: any voidfish.
0: And you don't give any to Barry, because... Oh, Is
1: there any particular God, reason why we've, we've come this far with Barry? What do you think?
2: Give, give him a yeah, sip, yeah, yeah, like a him little, little, sip. little bit, so he'll only get the vowels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he he drinks some from the
0: flask, um, and uh, he actually has his own flask. He takes like a uh, like a canteen
1: full of this icker. He's um, out of the bag now, right? Yeah, yeah like, he's out, out of the let bag. Barry out of the bag. Yeah, yeah. and I
2: gotta uh, let me add, I, let me say something here real quick. Angus, do you see this? Um, Your big hero. Lucretia has got this this tank with no, yeah, you obvious, know what in it, right? Obvious,
0: obviously, something's wrong. He he takes a drink, um, and he like steps back. He grows three sizes. He grows. It's Michael's secret stuff. No, he um he he takes a drink as you all take a drink, and yeah, all of a sudden, sure, all of you can see there's a smaller baby void fish floating in this in this canister, um, and. Merle and uh, a taco. Uh, it, it, Angus seems to react to that, uh, and he's like, "Whoa, a, a, a little baby void fish! How cute!" And he starts like tapping on the the glass, uh, Whoa, and the, the baby the baby void Come fish on, like holds up a little uh, tendril up to the glass too. Um, Barry, it seems like is like somebody just hit him in the head with a fucking hammer. Like he is just like holding his head now and uh, sort of shaking it back and forth. Um, And he's, like, down on the ground. And Taco and Merle, you, you both feel like, you know how you feel, like, when you've got a cold just starting? Like, you can feel this cold coming on. You know it's going to fuck you up. Or, like, you know that, like, you ate too much. And, like, oh, boy, I'm going to be sick tonight. Like, you feel this. You yeah. feel something big coming at your brains that is, like, it's it makes your gut run kind of cold. And Barry is, like, uh, Barry says, like, Boys, don't don't try to remember too fast. It's 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 it'll take you out. Mer- Merle, can you do something about that holy symbol, please? Before before, and you hear feet um marching towards you down the down the hallway, um as people respond to the sound of the alarm that went off.
2: Uh, yep, I cast divination. Okay, my magic. Puts me in contact with a god or a god's servants. Okay. I gotta try again. I gotta try again. All right. I get to ask a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within seven days. Okay. And the DM has to offer a truthful reply. Okay. It may be a short phrase, a cryptic rhyme, or an omen. Okay. I will request cryptic rhyme. Cryptic rhyme would be really fun. I will take it in the form of a haiku. <laughs> the wind, the water. Okay, you ready for my question, DM? Sure. How do I deactivate the holy symbol? Here's here's what's up.
0: And I, I apologize in advance for this. But um, there's a kind of a narrative thread I need to get back to in a big way. I think this is how I do it. Not only does Pan not answer you. Um you can't cast the spell and um you actually feel it now and it's it this this is more finite than like the other times that you've cast spells and they've been kind of wonky. Um You don't have you can't cast magic any like you don't your magic comes from Pan and Pan's gone, Pan's not with you, Pan's not connected to you anymore, so you're tap like the source for your magic that you tap is now gone, and whatever you've been like tapping into, whatever like residual energy, it's gone. And so but until further what? until further notice, Merle is completely disconnected from
2: his divine source.
1: But um, who will heal us?
2: Um, <laughs> so now, so the spell didn't work or didn't reach anybody.
1: Didn't you didn't nothing you didn't, nothing, you, you you didn't no cast it. You have
2: no magic powers. They are gone. It
1: might as well have been Clint trying to I talk to Pan. Um, I didn't
2: say I was trying to talk to Pan.
1: But
0: with the well, there's Wait, no okay. Well. You ha- in that case, there's there. It's still the same. In that case, it's still the same. Just no, but nobody answered. No powers, but you just don't have any powers at all. Now, I will tell you what that religion check you made because it was a twenty and like really, really good. Um, you detected that there's no like traps here. There's no like you're not going to be fucking destroyed if you go grab this thing. Um, and actually, you recognize that the disc that it's floating over is kind of like the um thing that is powering this this spell. Um, well, the, the, the Divine Symbol is the thing powering the spell, but the disc is, like, what is sort of keeping it active. I go grab the disc! Okay, yeah, as you as you grab it, as you grab the Divine Symbol, it sort of, like, stops... You just sort of grab it from where it's floating over this disc, and uh, you feel that spell just get sucked into the, the disc, that anti-Lich ward, the undead ward, um, and it just shatters, the disc does, and the Holy Symbol you're holding, you now just have. And it is a it is a plus two Holy Symbol... Which is cool if you could use it to cast spells right now. Um, but you have deactivated sort of this, this field that was keeping Lichberry out. And you have a, a new thing for maybe someday. Um, by this time, the guards have arrived into the room. And Barry shouts, um, boys, don't put up a fight. It's Things are in motion now and we just got to go with the flow. But... Uh, you're gonna start remembering soon, but just take it slow, please. I'm I'm begging you. You gotta take it slow. And Angus is like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just see this void fish, this cute void fish. Is
2: there a replay button on the coin? Yeah, really. Can so we it, it could repeat, repeat the message. Yeah. Now that we understand it, uh, no, there's not. Of course not. Let me put away my spell cards. Yeah, really.
0: hey. Yes? You choke out a lungful of that green brackish fluid from the pod as the membrane encasing you splits, uh, dropping you back into the back room of the Fantasy Costco, and you land on your hands and knees, your fleshy hands and your fleshy knees. That's the sound of my mannequin character sheet.
1: (laughs) Garbage can!
0: Um, And you see all of your belongings around you. You notice... Uh, you notice something about your hands you've got all ten fingers
1: yeah this this
0: body is fresh um and it because it is it was sort of taken from material from before wonderland, so you're also not uh ten years i think it was ten years older um, yes. and this body your maturity this body remembers nearly everything you remember. Merle and, and Taco and your quest for the relics. You remember the your your life with, with Julian Ravens Roost. I wouldn't, again, take that from you. You remember the revival of Barry Blue jeans. You remember that you're on the Bureau of Balance Moon base here to break into the director's belongings to retrieve something that will help fill in the gaps of your timeline. You remember all of it except for the visions that you experienced in your mannequin form, the memories you are recalling. You don't remember being from another world. You don't remember giving the chalice to, to Jack and June in refuge. You don't remember dying alongside Barry Blue Jeans. You don't remember the big silver ship. Something is blocking all of these things that while you were dead, you were able to remember. Most problematically, Magnus, you also do not remember the hunger. Take 14 points of damage as you okay. are stabbed with something in the shoulder. You're stabbed in the shoulder. Like, you, you have a moment to be like, oh, I'm back in my body again. And then you're just stabbed. And you see the wound kind of open up in your shoulder. You do not see anything in this room that did it. You are being assailed by some invisible force. Mm. Um, and you feel like hands starting to grab at you um and you can kind of feel that there's like stuff in this room but you absolutely cannot see it what do you do
1: I grab the sapphire I smash it and I say the flaming raging poisoning sword of doom okay you you I think yeah
0: you when you're stabbed you're kind of knocked backward against the table and you have a second to just like flash your eyes across the note and it's long enough for Magnus to know what to do next do you just fucking crush it in your hand yeah Cool. That's mm-hmm. that's badass. All right. You smash it, and you call forward the poisoning, raging, flaming sword of doom. Um, you are otherwise nude, Correct. and you have this... <laughs> But uh, you feel a certain sense of security from this giant fucking flaming sword that appears in your hand.
1: It only looks as though an eight-year-old designed it because an eight-year-old designed it.
0: But it it still looks fucking over-the-top radical, much more than my 29-year-old mind could possibly devise. Twitter
2: is going to explode. So
0: is everything in this room, I think.
1: I'm going to swipe it in the biggest fucking arc that I can. <laughs> make, um, make an attack roll. Well, uh, so I rolled a 15, and if I assume my, uh, rail same splitter... Yeah, sure, same yeah. stats as rail splitter. So 24?
0: That's, that's good. Um, uh, here's what we'll do. I think with a 24, I think these things get one more sort of attack against you. Um, and you're, like, nude right now, so your AC is kind of bullshit, um so they got a 16 which is probably enough to hit um Uh, yes but they only slash you for nine points of damage and you feel like as you do what you do here in the middle of it you are interrupted just slightly by like a small cut across your stomach as you take nine points of damage otherwise you oh this is this is how i envisioned the raging flaming poisoning sort of doom uh it has like a um flint wheel on it kind of like a bic lighter (laughs) And so you just, like, drag your hand across it, and all of a sudden, this thing is ablaze, and you just fucking tornado spin all around this room, sending, like, streaks of flame and uh, poison, like, through the wall, uh, like, against the wall, like, um, and, like, sizzling up against the wall, and you can't, like, see anything still, but you can, like, feel the sword connecting with shit and carving through shit, um and in in the the trail of fire that the sword leaves you see these figures just falling and collapsing uh to to the ground uh and after this this very tight quarters melee takes place it is silent and you are just in this room uh by yourself with a bunch of invisible corpses i get dressed socks first (laughs) yeah all right uh let's just say you get you get all of your shit back together socks first socks first um, and just using that same attack roll, just cause I want to kind of move it, um, along. And I don't think this would work as like a normal fight. You sort of carve your way out of the abandoned fantasy Costco, just every once in a while, just like using intuition, just like fucking swinging. And yep, there was a thing there and you cut right through it and you still can't see it. And you don't know what these things are, but you know, they cut you. And so shit's bad. And as you sort of kick your way, uh, out of the, the, the main door, of the fantasy Costco, you are back out on the quad of the Bureau of Balance headquarters, and the scene here is fucking horrible. There are a dozen bureau employees out here, and they're all just swinging wildly with their weapons. Now, some of them are casting spells, just blind, trying to combat this invisible threat. Um, and as many like guards are like trying to fight these things that they can't see off, there are guards just laying motionless on the ground, and it is a chaotic. Do I see
1: anybody I recognize?
0: You do see some familiar faces over by the entrance to the main dome. You see Carrie and Killian. They are over there fending off these invisible enemies, and they're losing a little bit of ground. Noelle is kicking ass. She's using her flame cannon, sort of a few, uh, like a dozen feet away from from Carrie and Killian, and she's just firing in all directions, like very confidently, like she's the only one that can see what's going on here. And she's just like she's wrecking shit. But Carrie and Killian are are losing a little bit of ground as they're defending this door. And as you dash towards them, as you approach, you see something get the better of Killian. She she blocks an attack with her big crossbow, but it gets knocked away, and that leaves her an opening. And you see this long red slash appear across her left arm. And she kind of falls to the ground. And when Carrie sees this happen to Killian, she yells. And as she does, she changes a bit. You see uh, this circle of frill that you've never quite seen before kind of unfold around her dragonborn neck and her eyes go kind of feral and wild. And this blue cloud of flame and lightning comes pouring out of her mouth. And she spits this electrical fire in a wide circle around her. And you see it swirl around like a bunch of these invisible shapes that are just flailing and collapsing in the fire. And when this ring of, of blue flame clears, things are quieter for a little while. Um... The fire subsides, and as it does, you see Carrie helping Killian wrap her arm quickly, and through the flames, she sees you, Magnus, alive, and she's just dumbstruck.
1: Hello, hail
0: and well met. She um. she runs over towards you, and uh, that's a 21. She punches you in the fucking face. Uh, Fair like enough. really hard, uh, not too hard. It's kind of like a, you jerk. Uh, it's only three points of damage. She wasn't putting her full weight behind
1: it. Um, and she's like, how, how did you, why did, what? Yeah. Listen, I, re- I realized a lot, a lot, but right now we need to get in there. We need to get to the director and we need to figure out what the fuck is happening And then later, I can tell you about my weird wooden body and the whole thing that was going on and why this is and what this is. But for now, I just need you to trust me. She launches herself at you and she
0: throws her arms around your neck in this big embrace. And she says, let me guess, you ignored my lessons. When there was trouble, you, well, you took the big hit. Didn't you, bud? The four of you, Angus and Merle and Taco and Barry, are uh, in front of the director. And each of you kind of has a couple of guards standing nearby. Uh, Davenport is here, uh, standing up on the dais with the director and... Uh, as you all sort of were brought into this room, Barry broke off and just sprinted towards uh, the director pretty pretty like uh, aggressively, but Davenport actually kind of stepped in the way, and they tussled just for like a second, but Barry was pulled away and placed with the rest of you. And so the four of you are standing now um, sort of in front of the dais, and up on the dais is the director, and she's she is surrounded by this... Um, somewhat opaque but you can see through it um magical barrier and she's kneeling down and right next to her is one of those lead orbs um and you actually see a little i think just to sort of drive this home there's a little um uh a little white star drawn on this orb with chalk and she's kneeling over her white oak staff And she's channeling some sort of energy from the orb into the staff, which, of course, was the grand relic that she made when the seven of you first came to this world. And as you realize that you just had that thought, you feel like you feel like your brain just got fucking struck by lightning. And she looks at you as you both like kind of grab your heads and she says, um, oh, my God, did you did you inoculate yourselves? Yes, we did. (laughs) She says, it's going to be too much. You're going to remember too much. It's too too specific. You'll be killed. Why, why did you do that? Um, We're stupid. <laughs> Barry doesn't seem to be having as difficult a time um, because, well, because every time that Barry dies and turns into a lich, he kind of remembers it again anyway. So this process isn't quite as painful as him. And, um, so he's just standing next to you as you are sort of uh, grabbing onto your heads, and he's looking up at the dais, and, um, uh, we'll say Taco, you're standing next to Barry, um, in this line, and you hear him whispering an invocation, and you can tell that he is casting the spell Command, and you hear him mutter a single word, and he says, drink. And Lucretia says, what did you say? And Barry says, Lucretia, you gotta help them remember. It's over. You owe them that. You already have the relics. Just help them remember. Their, their, their minds are gonna shatter if you don't. And Lucretia begins to explain. And she says, okay, listen boys, and just try to follow along as I explain it. Don't try to think ahead because what happens next is very important. Taco, Merle, Barry, there were seven of us we came from we came from another world another reality we were we were members of the institute of planar research and exploration we were an elite team of scientists and explorers sent to sent to explore the realities beyond our own on this impossible ship but something went wrong we were we were pursued by a destructive force beyond measure or comprehension so when we came to this world, the seven of us, we, we made the relics to try to hide the light that they contained from the, the hunger that would consume us. But it was a mistake. We damned this world from the moment we put the relics out into it. I, and I didn't want to create the relics, but I was—and she looks grim for a second, she says— But I was overruled, and so I took fixing our mistake into my own hands. I fed a record of our mission to the Voidfish. And I made you all forget. I made the world forget what we did. And I hoped to give myself an opportunity to collect the relics myself and put right what we made wrong. And I i failed. My first attempt at, at collecting a relic was in Wonderland. And I nearly died taking the truth of this world and the light and the hunger with me. And so I set out to form an organization that could aid me in my task. One with... Checks and balances and a distrust of magical artifacts built into its core tenets. But this too was unsuccessful. The reclaimers I sent out, the thrall, was too powerful for them to overcome. And so I needed help, but the only ones I could trust with helping me collect the relics were the only people immune to their thrall. The people who made them. You. And the void fish, as it so often has provided a solution, a child. I was able to feed the child selections from our mission log, providing an essential redundancy. You could drink from the mother and learn of the existence of the relics and help me find them and destroy them. While the child could continue to hide the truth of their creation and the mission that brought us to this world after our long voyage. So I found you, the three of you. I ensured your employment with Gundren to bring you in contact with the first relic and I created a grand story of rogue wizards exploiting schools of magic and evil liches to set you along the path to provide you inspiration and you did so well but with these and she gestures to the the orb and her staff she says with the light of creation reformed I can build a barrier to keep the hunger at bay I can build a home that all of us can be safe in together. Save for Loop. I'm so sorry, Taco Barry. There was nothing I could do. And Taco, you remember Loop now, of course. How could you forget Loop? Those memories that you had in the chalice of your like lonely childhood, of you just like out on the road just fighting for survival, there was something there that you couldn't quite perceive, some some static. It was loop. It was, it was your sister, out there with you on the road, outcast, but never alone. She says, so those are six of us, me, Barry, Luke, Taco, Merle, Magnus, and, of course, the seventh, our captain. When I redacted the logs to feed to the second voidfish, I let you, I let you keep your names." while eradicating any information pertaining to the mission. But for our captain, his life was the mission. He was impossible to edit around. And so, unfortunately, his name was all he kept. And she motions to her side and then reacts with a start as a silver dish falls to the ground sending a bag of coins and three Gashapon tokens bouncing down the steps of the dais. And there's Davenport. And he's holding the flask that Barry surreptitiously tucked into his hand. And he's wiping some ichor away from the edges of his mouth. And he shakes his head and he says, Lucretia, what have you done? And then the door opens. The last thing you see are team sweet flips kicking in the door to the main dome, revealing to everyone inside the catastrophic scene outside. And Merle and Taco, you see Magnus back in the flesh, and the director gasps when she sees him alive. Not out of shock again, but out of happiness. But her relief quickly subsides and is replaced with the same horror that is now creeping over all of you. Merle and Taco, as you see outside the door, you see those shadowy beings that assaulted Magnus earlier, and you recognize them too as the Hunger. But more importantly, you see massive, half-mile-wide tendrils of living darkness, worming out of the sky above, and colliding with the ground below, to form thick, swirling pillars. And from those pillars the hunger's armies have begun to manifest, marching outward to raise the world below. It's the end of the world. Again. What a wild, uh, wild twists and turns there, huh? Um, we are actually recording this right after we finished recording that bit, so... So It's not sardonic. No, there's lots of wild
2: fucking twists and turns. And we're spent. We are absolutely spent. Yeah, picture us just, like,
1: towels around our neck, like, bottle of water, like, hey, (sighs) we've had a lot of fun here today. But you know what's not fun? (laughs) Asking for money. Um, we'll we'll get to the asking for money. I think we need to clear two
0: things up really quick. First off, next week, a lot of people have been asking for this, we're gonna do another The, The Adventure Zone Zone. Um, which is going to be a fucking worst name for anybody. It's really, really good. It's going to be a tightrope walk for yours truly because, like, don't ask like, what's this mean or how's this going to ha- what's what's going to happen next? Cause oh, that's w-
1: a good point. This the the Adventure Zone Zone is going to be your questions. So yes. if you tweet them, use hashtag T T A Z Z so we can you know find them.
0: Um, and without giving too much away, the second thing is that the next proper episode of this show, which will be up on, I always fucking get this wrong, uh, the The Adventure Zone Zone is March 30th, the next episode will be April 6th, holy shit, well nothing's happening that week because Persona 5 comes out, but like two months after that, um, the next episode, no, I'm just kidding, um, will be an episode where we kind of get into some, some stuff, filling in some of the gaps, uh, so... That'll be the next sort of thing. Again, not the last episode of the show. I feel like I have to s-
1: clarify that every time. Now that that programming note has been made, let's talk about the Max Fun Drive, huh, boys? Here's the thing: we talked about your support going to the shows. Um, like we, we, you know, we make this show. One, we love doing it, but we click record on a machine so other people can hear it because you love it. And I, I will say, in all honesty, I am constantly humbled by how much people love the Adventure Zone. Yeah. Like, it has made me feel so... Inv- people, I, I just, literally just clicked over to see a tweet somebody said about them being touched by how invested I am in Magnus. And I, I say this honestly. I am invested in it because I know you care about it, and I want to do a good job for you. There's some... And also, folks, there's some amount of money that you can give us that Travis will stop reading Twitter while we record, and I don't know—I don't know what that, it is. that dollar amount is, but I really. If you could just get to that level of professionalism, yeah. whatever that dollar amount is, folks, I would just love to get I to I do that want to be clear, point. Justin. I only did it when other people were talking, not while yeah, I was talking. Right, oh, right. so it's just like <laughs> real life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> got it. So the Max Fun Drive is the only thing keeping our fucking family together at this point, I guess. And, um, and it's
2: not really doing a good job It's not of even that. doing that. So we need
0: more members, new, new, and upgrading <laughs> members. Um, so yeah, it's, it, we, we, you here have heard probably a bunch of these breaks at this point, and I, I hope you don't just sort of dismiss it as... Um, I don't know, shilling or whatever, but like, I, I really, it is, it is, we, we've been able to do as much stuff as we've done with, uh, with the different podcasts and now the TV show and all the live shows and the new podcasts. Um, We've been able to do all this stuff because of the support that we get from, from you during the Max Fund Drive. So, like, I don't know. It's an, it's an important—it's a really important thing for me, and it's really touching and humbling every year um, to see the the support we get. And you can you can be a part of that. You can be a part of the show. You can help us sort of grow this thing and try new stuff um, just by going to maximumfundorg slash donate and becoming a, a, a monthly donor. Dad, you want to walk us through some of the other, other levels for some of our more big well,
1: ticket? I, I'm going to jump in real quick, though, just before I forget because I've seen a lot of people asking about this, the pens, Jesse announced that if we hit our goal of 10,000 new and upgrading donors, um, they're going to make the pens available for sale to $10 and up donors so that they can get more of them if they want to, and the proceeds of that will be going to charity.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Um,
2: and also, if we hit 10,000, we've talked about, we mentioned last time, that bonus episode. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, another Taz nights. Episodes. yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get it if we hit ten thousand uh well I tell you what we've we've covered the five dollars with the bonus content the ten dollars with the uh the enamel pin the twenty dollars with the note cards and the pin and everything else and of course all the the, the levels before that thirty five dollars we mentioned for the engraved beer mugs that gets added to the pile and for a hundred dollars a month the inner circle Culture Club. Now, I don't have to tell you what that is. I'll let somebody else tell them what that you is. That's it where people
1: on the Maximum Fun Network get to pick something cool to send. That's why you've never been involved, Dad. Because so I don't own anything you'll cool? You'll probably try to send them a fucking Ben Vereen record. Hey, now.
0: <laughs> Rachel and I Rachel and I are for Rose Boys this year, did an Al Jarreau record, so I don't want to hear it.
1: Uh, Let's
2: not put down Vareen or Juro. No, yeah, absolutely they're not.
1: They're all great, great, uh, great folks. Uh, but uh, one of the Max Fun shows will send everybody on this list one of their favorite things. We've sent out some bizarre items before, like
2: <laughs> cop. raindrops on roses. I, I think
1: we sent cop, like we sent uh We did. CD, definitely sent Buckshot LaFunk CD. CD Vicker. Um, and then um it was music
0: music out- evolution was the uh music specific right. album. and we also sent out i believe meet the deedles didn't
1: we I believe we sent out meet the deedles on dvd i believe good stuff how can we match that we, no, can. we can
2: those are the two best artworks yeah, oh, yeah for 200 free registration to max fun con 2018 it is always a blast it's a blast not only for the people going to it but for those of us of Max Fun who who get to hang out with you guys, to yeah. be honest with you.
0: Um, so there's 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 those higher tiers, but again, like any donation level that you're comfortable with, that you can do, like all that is is just you showing your your support for our our stuff and showing support for Adventure Zone um, and helping us like
1: make more stuff out of and, it and make and- more stuff with it. And you know, there, we should also point out that the goal of ten thousand is not just new donors; it's also upgrading donors. So, yeah, if sure. you've been a donor before from a previous year, and maybe this year you started listening to some new shows. We added Rose Buddies to the network. Adam ruins everything. There's a bunch of other shows that just got added this year. Minority Corner, all these other shows, and you know, maybe you've been checking out more shows, and uh, you maybe you found yourself. You you're making a little bit more money and you can afford to give a little bit more. Um, maybe consider upgrading your, your donation level um to the next highest tier. Yeah, I saw somebody on Twitter said they went from five to ten dollars because uh they pay that much for Netflix and they enjoy Max Fun content and a lot more than Netflix. And I think that's a really good way of thinking I mean, about it. I uh, mean let's hold up. We don't have Terrace House. On our thing. Now we don't have Terrace House. But you um, talked about um, Terrace House on Rose Buddies, so... That's so. true. Never mind. We do have Terrace House. Fuck all y'all. Um, also, you get an exclusive... The, the bonus content at just $5 a month. Even if you do $5 a month, the bonus content is so cool, including uh, you get an exclusive scene from our TV show uh, where we talk to oh, yeah. Chief Chicarelli about something that you'll see. But um, it, that's really fun and funny, and you can
2: get it for just 5 bucks a month. So. Yeah, I will be honest with you. I upgraded... My membership. I just, I, that's the truth. I just did it today. I just, I updated mine. I upgraded mine to the next level. Well, congratulations. Well, thanks, Daddy. to Daddy. Thank you. I want that pin, and nobody will give me one. Which one did you go with? Uh, oh, I went with the uh, Rosebuddies pin.
1: Oh,
0: good. That's a good no, one. Just
2: kidding. I got Adventures Zone. Yeah. Oh, all right. I mean, I'm, I he's, I mean he's
1: literally, yeah. He's, he went with Adventures on uh, So if you can, maximumfund.org forward slash donate, or go to org and click the donate button. Either way.
0: Sorry, I guess, for this kind of anti Like, we
2: just did, like, a big, huge, fucking campaign-long twist oh, reveal and, and then, yeah um, so. you really ought to build some kind of dramatic scene for the end of this message Griffin can you not do that as yeah. a DM yeah you like, know what it's like, there is actually but a, there like, is there but we're surrounded yeah we're surrounded by all these other podcasts
0: you know what I Go. will I will actually drop a little thing here at the very end a little um, this is like after the after the credits and then fucking Samuel L. Jackson walks in so um, yeah here's one last thing and we'll see you next week for the, the Adventure Zone so bye we see inside of Lucretia's office, specifically the portrait. And wearing these uniforms of red are seven people. There's an elven woman who looks so much like you, Taco. And she has her arm around Barry and they're both smiling. And Taco, you're just like front and center frame and you're cheesing it for this picture. And Merle, you and Davenport are standing side by side and you've got your shirt sleeves rolled up. And you're laughing and just like flexing and striking a pose. And Magnus, you're just kind of standing behind him and smiling and waving, kind of goofy. And in the middle of this this crew, with the same cautious smile you've seen hanging over her office for a year now, is Lucretia, and she's holding her journals, and she's surrounded by friends. And if you were in that office still, you could see it all now. You can see the seven of you celebrating a, a rare moment of peace and happiness during your harrowing journey. And it's time to remember this moment now and all the others that brought you to where you are today. It's time to reclaim your stolen century.